resistance, burnout, procrastination, sleepless nights, stress, and painful hard work. Fatigued from running on the high achiever hamster wheel? This is the Bold Leadership Revolution, where we develop high-performing leaders to live, thrive, and lead bold and smart, not hard. Here is your host, Tara Newman. Hey everyone, welcome to episode three of the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast, and I am your host, Tara Newman, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. I'm really feeling very high vibe, um, mainly because I had a sick kid these last few days, and she has finally went back to school, and I have my space, and I flipped the mic on, and I absolutely love being here with you in this medium of podcasting. I absolutely love podcasting, and I hope that you are enjoying these episodes in season two as much as I'm enjoying delivering them to you. Today, we are diving into some of the activities that you must have on your calendar each week in order to grow your business. I will even say that if you have these activities consistently on your calendar, some of them daily, your business will grow at an accelerated pace. So we're talking about what are five activities that in my mind are non-negotiable why you might be resisting these activities, and as always, some quick turnaround actions to help you make them a greater focus each week. This episode is for you if you have ever felt like you're spinning, if you're not sure what to do next, if you're not clear on what your priorities are, if you're overwhelmed with tips and tactics and not sure which one is the exact right one, if you're over-consuming content and you're stuck in overthinking and feeling like, Business is just hard right now. As usual, these activities have a much wider application than just your business. They can also be used to grow your career if you're leading in someone else's business or to grow that level 10 life. We're gonna go back to basics today and focus on five things you can do every day to make sure you and your business are moving forward. The irony is is that I find these are the five things leaders often resist. I've resisted them in the past, so I completely understand how real that struggle can be. So we're going to talk a little bit about that as well. Now I'm giving you five activities that if you make a habit, they will serve you well for infinity. But as always, I want you to do what you can do and do what resonates. None of this will work if you force it or if your energy around these activities feel off or hard. Despite that old saying, you can fake it till you make it in business, faking it doesn't make money. It doesn't keep the lights on and it certainly doesn't pay the bills. Trust me, at times in my career and my business, I have tried, but no dice. So here are the five activities to grow your business, build your career and live your level 10 life. The first activity is thinking in creative space. Space is my absolute favorite word. Just saying it out loud calms me down. Leaders today are cramming way too many things into their day, leaving little if any time for quiet reflection or processing. Even sitting quietly for 15 minutes a day can make a huge difference in your idea generation, problem solving, and creativity. 
In December, I carved out a good portion of the month for thinking and reflection time. I birthed a new business model. I laid out content for this podcast season. I dreamed about my ideal schedule and exactly the type of people I want to work with in 2018. It was no surprise to me that in December, I also booked a significant amount of business to carry me through 2018. I have evidence that the more space I create on my calendar, the more my business grows. And it's not just my experience either, it's the experience of my clients as well. Now, some of the reasons I think people resist putting this thinking and creative space on their calendar is they see it as not doing anything or if they allow their minds to quiet, what is going to come up for them? So keeping their calendar over full is a way of not allowing ourselves to feel or um, really look at our mindsets, our beliefs, and our stories. It's like if we can't sit down and address them, then they're not really happening. Uh, But that is not true. So creating that thinking and creative space, that time for our minds to just wander is really important. The other thing that I notice people, another reason why people resist this is because they think this is lazy, right? And my people are type A's and they're go-getters and they're do all the things people. I think that they see this behavior as lazy or not productive. And again, that's not true either. This is probably some of the most productive time that you will have on your calendar. So if you aren't putting this on your calendar, I'd like to know whether you share it with me or not. Why? What is coming up for you around having this time and space? What are you avoiding? The second activity that I want to jump into is checking in with your money. So if I'm having a scarcity moment or feeling any kind of lack around my money, I know it's coming from a place of fear, uncertainty, or lack of clarity around my money. All things that I know I can move past if I look at the truth. And the truth can be found in various places. One, I have this amazing projection spreadsheet that has all my clients and expenses mapped out on it for the year. And my accountant has given that to me because she's an angel sent from God. And this gives me a line of sight and financial peace of mind. My peace of mind isn't attached to how much money I have, but that I know exactly where I am with my money. The second place I look is my P&L. And I spend a lot of time understanding where I'm spending my money and ensuring that I'm consciously spending it. I also check in and look at my bank accounts, but be warned, people have a habit of looking at their checking accounts, seeing a low balance and freaking out. Your checking account is supposed to have a low balance because money flows into your checking account and then it flows back out again to pay bills. I'm actually incredibly grateful to see a low balance in my checking account because it means that my bills are being paid. And what a wonderful thing to have happen, to have enough money to pay your bills. One thing that I've started doing on a weekly basis is going on a money date. Technically, I don't actually go anywhere, but I create a ritual around sitting with my money. I light a candle, I pour myself a cup of coffee, I burn some incense or essential oils, and I focus on how I want to feel with my money. And then I go through my P&L, my projection sheets, and track all my expenses for the week. 
So if you were to go on a money date with yourself, what would that look like? The third activity is building relationships. No business is built without relationships and relationships of all kinds. Entrepreneurship, leadership, however you want to look at it, is a team sport. You need people around you to support you and to love you and to pull you up when you're feeling down and all those reasons. So relationships of of all kinds, peer relationships, mastermind relationships, referral relationships, client or customer relationships, employee or subcontractor relationships, and your family relationships. Those are super important to your business as well. So for me, building relationships isn't about getting the sale. It's not a sales-driven activity at all. It's about being a helpful, thoughtful human being. When I'm a helpful, thoughtful human being, I meet amazing and valuable people that enrich my life and allow me to enrich theirs. I don't approach relationships with what I can get. I approach relationships with what I can give. How can I add value to the person in front of me? And by value, I don't mean giving my services away for free. Being valuable to someone else could be being a good listener or sharing my thoughts openly and vulnerably, injecting humor, or acknowledging another person. I make sure each week that I am thoughtfully, intentionally, and intuitively connecting with people. I like to reach out and say, hey, when I'm scrolling my Facebook or Instagram feed, I want to make sure that I'm commenting and encouraging people and engaging with them. I mean, seriously, let's put the social back in social media. Let people know you see them and then watch what happens in return. My fourth activity that is on my calendar every week is asking for the sale. Are you asking for the sale? Whether you're a business owner or leading in someone else's business or on the home front, are you asking for what you want? Are you offering your services to those who need it most? Are you inviting people on a daily basis to have a conversation with you, to work with you, to refer you to someone who would be a good fit for your idea, service, or business? And I'll just say, this is hard. We resist doing this for so many reasons. Fear of rejection, fear of feeling icky, fear of succeeding. My clients actually fear succeeding more than they fear failure. Fear of getting too many sales. These are all some reasons why we resist asking for what we want or asking for the sale. So my best advice to you is to practice asking. Practice being bold in your requests. Pay attention to how it feels when you ask for the opportunity to serve someone. And now I have an action that you can take to help me practice asking for my desires, including sales, I practice every week by writing a letter to the universe. And you can write this letter to whoever you believe in, if it's God, if it's goddess, if it's the universe, if it's Jesus, whoever. You can write a letter to this higher power asking for what you want this week. What do you want to receive and ask for it? The fifth activity that you should have on your calendar on a weekly basis, and in my opinion, on a daily basis, is journaling. Journaling has so many benefits, and it's something I see my clients struggle with the most. I think it's along the same lines of um, 
why we resist quiet and creative space. You know, they're afraid of what might get brought up during a journaling session. Uh, they make it mean something completely different. They make it over, they overcomplicate it. Uh, and I think that to some extent, making the time to journal and to actually journal feels so passive and reflective that people question whether or not it could really get them greater results than their hardcore doing. And the answer is yes. Journaling is a powerful action that can get you greater results than hardcore doing. Journaling is a great opportunity to get to know yourself better, to understand what's really happening a few layers down, and creates the awareness needed to take bold action. Writing is a wonderful learning tool to help you process all the information that you take in on a regular basis. It helps quiet your mind and gain valuable perspective. I believe so strongly in journaling and the results you get from journaling. I've created a short workbook to help you get started, and you can download that from the show notes. So there you have it, five activities you have to have on your calendar every week to grow your business. One, thinking in creative space. Two, a money date. Three, relationship building time. Four, asking for the sale or actively selling. And five, journaling. Now, if you don't have any of these currently on your calendar, don't go and add them all. Start small, start with one and make it a habit. When you're done doing that one on a regular basis, add another one and so on. Now, don't forget, I've created that journaling workbook for you. It's called the Bold Leadership Journal Prompts for Intentional Living and Leadership to help you remove any barriers while journaling and getting started. You can head on over to theboldleadershiprevolution.com forward slash five activities and download it right away. I'll be back next week with episode four. And if you haven't done so already, come find me on social media, make social media social again, and let me know some of your recent takeaways from season two. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Leadership Revolution podcast. This episode has ended, but our work continues online. Head over to theboldleadershiprevolution.com where you'll find links to any resources mentioned in today's episode, along with other valuable tips and information that will help you lead bold. That's theboldleadershiprevolution.com. 